Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the future of the water and wastewater industry and the careers you didn't know about. And I'm your host, Dave Kuzminski, and we have a special guest in the studio this morning, okay, from uh, Snyder Engineering, the Director of Water Infrastructure, Mr. Jim Davos. How are you, Jim? Good. Thank you for having me, Dave. All right. Fantastic. So uh, thanks for coming up. And uh, in fact, we've had a uh, a couple uh, folks from me from uh, from your organization up here, and uh, Donnie and Zach were were here, and so forth, and uh, Mr. Mike Archer. So uh, tell us how you got into the water industry. It it was it was more of instead of getting into it, it was almost like falling into it for me. Okay. So I had quite a few interests as a as a child. One of them, of course, was you know building stuff. My father was um, an industrial arts teacher. Okay. And I think that kind of was the, the kind of catalyst for getting me into at least the engineering field. Yep. Um, and then as part of that, you know, as every kid does, you know, I love playing with water. Okay. I love playing with the hose. <laughs> and then it's kind of the water industry is kind of, it seems, even to today, if you're not in it, you're not really that, um, you know, you don't know much about it. Typically, no, you aren't aware of it. Exactly. It's, it's it's almost like a hidden secret. Exactly. So, you know, when I graduated college, I, I was still thinking I was going to go more towards the structural side. Yep. And then, um, luckily, Don Snyder, who I went to college with, okay, uh, got a job with a civil engineering firm. And, you know, I wasn't having all that. I applied to a couple structural firms, and he goes, you know, we're, we're also looking to hire here. He did his internship a year before there. So, yep. um, I... He goes, if you're interested, send a resume. He goes, I know it may not be exactly what you were looking for, but give it a shot. Yep, so yep. I, I gave him my resume, had an interview. And um, once I started working there, it really opened up my eyes to something I really didn't learn much about in college as far as how big of an industry it really sure, is. Sure, absolutely. And um, at this point, I would say I don't want to be anywhere else. Okay. Well, you know, the thing is, is that uh, it's the whole premise of this podcast is to make people aware of, of, of the careers in the water industry. It's, it's as you said, it's kind of a hidden secret, uh, you know, and kids getting out of high school and going into college, okay, um, don't really know uh, how much there is in the industry, okay? The, the umbrella of the water industry is absolutely huge, okay? I mean, we go from engineers to uh, inspectors to uh, construction people to engineer, uh, you know, to uh, uh, operators, uh, you know, and the list goes on and on, uh, HR, uh, accounting, uh, and so forth. And that's my, my whole premise of, of, you know, getting this podcast out there is to, you know, make uh, students aware because, you know, it, it's funny. I've been doing this uh, podcast for now only a year and a year and a half, and ninety percent, eighty-five to ninety percent of the people, okay, that I ask how they got into the water industry, say exactly what you said. They they got into, they kind of stumbled into it. They knew somebody that knew somebody. Here, try this and and, and go from there. And 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 then and once you're in it, uh, you realize how huge it is and how important it is. You know. Uh, you know, so so tell us some of the, some of the projects uh, uh, that that you guys are working on. Um, my group mainly focuses on water mains. Okay. Um, water main water infrastructure. Hence, okay. Hence the <laughs> director of water water infrastructure title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a couple of the notable projects um, we did a couple we're, we're working on some inf interconnection projects right now. Okay. Um, for one client in particular. Yeah. 
Um, they are um, DPH funded projects. Okay. So there's, there's sure. a, it's it's very paperwork intensive. Um, this SRF funding. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but that also adds a whole another element of challenge and, and oh yeah, and it's actually enjoyable in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people may disagree with me, but well, you know, um, I enjoy it. Um, and as well as you know, working with people we haven't worked with yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, different you know, working with the, with the state. You know, as opposed to just working with the client, maybe municipality sure. adds another dimension to it. Oh, adds another layer. You know, especially when you start dealing with SSRF, then the you know the paperwork that uh, that goes with that. Okay, to make sure that you're in compliance and uh, you're you're dotting all your I's and crossing your T's uh, and so forth. Sometimes that can be a challenge. Now, who do, who do you work with at the state? Do you work with uh, Mandy or? Um, we work with Joe typically. Typically, is our direct contact Joe Bueller. Oh, okay. Um, so uh he's he's really assisted on a lot of this okay um and and we've gotten to know him quite well and, okay. and work with him so it, it seems like what the dph a lot of times they'll do they'll point somebody to your your projects and okay. it's really your direct contact and yep. everything else still goes to review for the rest of the group yeah but um everything goes goes through that one individual okay so what what, what size interconnections are you doing uh uh, 12 inch, 12 inch, 12 inch oh. stuck iron. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, primarily, you know, most of the, now do you deal with a lot of, uh, 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 well systems or, uh, wet reservoirs or what, 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 what kind of systems are you, I know you do, you do a lot with Connecticut water and Aquarion and yeah. so forth. It's a, it's a smattering of, of both depending on where, where the source of water in that system is. Okay. Um, a lot of these, um, are related to interconnecting a, well, satellite system with a main system. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of it being for you know PFAS is a big, a big issue, oh, God, a rising yes. issue now. So, um, a lot of this is is kind of caused that uh, these projects to develop. Sure. Um, so it's really taking the satellite systems and connecting them to a larger system, mm -hmm. and then just leaving that as as a backup source for emergency. Sure. But now you're you're taking the water from from the main system so right 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 you're you're, you're essentially broadening oh yeah and, and bolstering everything exactly well my last guest was obviously we had uh, dan lawrence on from aquarion so and, you know a lot of their systems are you know interspersed with uh, around the state uh as far as that goes but the, what they're doing is interconnecting a lot of their systems too you yep. know depending on you know whether it's groundwater or whether it's uh, surface water and so forth but when you get down into you know the wilton area and all of that kind of stuff uh they got a pretty ex expansive system and i think they're they're over 400,000 customers so they're they're uh, you know they're a big player in the game uh as far as that goes uh so you know go, going back to school um what i mean primarily we, your your focus of study was engineering yes yeah so initially oddly enough my focus when i went to school and, and i actually the, one of the reasons why i selected the college um was i almost i it was kind of i had an interest at the time in environmental yep. and engineering and in a little smattering with law okay so my my parents suggested hey why don't you they my father was working at a, a college fair okay and he saw something for roger williams university okay and they had an environmental engineering program and a law program okay so they they said suggested hey why don't you take a look at this school okay and then you know at least with an engineering degree it's 
the engineering degree is is kind of like the multi-tool yep. of of the education sure industry or yeah or of schooling you could go in any direction with engineering so i figured at a minimum i'll get an engineering degree yep. and then that'll just broaden my horizons yep. once i graduate so i got into school and you know after one or two environmental courses I, I kind of had, I, f I noticed my interest was more towards the general engineering side of it, structural side, and even mechanical side. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going to um, switching my major to general with a structural minor, and that's oh. what I graduated with. Okay. So with the general engineering major, you get an exposure to water resources. Right. Um, hydrology and hydraulics. Um, so... I had that portion of it a little bit, but still didn't really know much about the water industry mm -hmm. per se until I got out of college and applied for, and got my first job. Okay, and that's when that's when that really started started happen. happening, where I where I started to see what was really involved in it, and it was much more than I could have ever imagined. Yeah, yeah. Going going back to high school, uh, did did you have a? Uh, I mean, did your guidance counselors push you in any direction, or uh, how did that? Not so much. I was I was your typical high school kid. Get, you know, get it done. <laughs> get it get it done. Um, I had obviously being an engineer now. I had an interest in science and math, and those are my two favorite subjects all through school. Okay. Um, but in a typical typical high school kid, sports was the focus. Yeah. And yep. then and then behind that was the actual school. It was, okay. You know, there there were days like every other kid. You bring home a backpack full of books. You sit it on on the table. <laughs> The next morning, you pick it up and you carry it back, and, and and everybody looks at you. Would you do that for a workout? <laughs> and w what sports were you involved in? Uh, soccer, cross country, wrestling, track. Oh, okay, all right. So both uh, spring and fall, you, 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 had, you had them all covered in winter. I, I had every season covered with something. <laughs> yeah, uh, there. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. You know, I think from a standpoint of you know making, you know, we're we're trying to drill down and get back. Uh, down into the high school, middle school, and other things, and you know, getting this out to the, uh, uh, you know, the guidance counselors. It, at least it, it makes students aware of, of the potential that's out there. You know, this industry is not an industry that can be outsourced. Um, you know, you got to have boots on the ground, and uh, you don't necessarily have to go to college either. You know, I mean, for become a water uh, water operator or distribution operator and so forth, uh, you get your certifications and and you're good to go. I mean, because not everybody is you know meant to go to college but by the same token there are opportunities okay under this water umbrella and not only water but wastewater uh yesterday i had uh, uh one of our uh, operators from our wastewater plant uh on and so forth and he's uh got into went went through high school with uh you know with an interest in biology and then went on into uh uh biomecular uh, 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 degree and you know landed at, at, at the treatment plant but by the same token the way he got there was you know uh his mother says well this job is open in this here why don't you check it out and he did and he's he's working you know that yep. that, that that's the thing uh you know basically you know you go to a point where um it's a secure uh occupation it, it it's well paying uh and, and and so forth so uh you can make a, a a very good living now now your firm also got uh i, I think don started a, a construction side of the industry to uh, of the of the business too so what what does that involve <clears throat> he does a he does a lot more towards towards um 
small treatment facilities yep, at this yep. point. That's where he kind of he kind of got to start with it. Yeah. Um. So and then that almost fell sort of as, as like a, a an accessory to the engineering side. And yep. then and then in the last two years, it's it's become its own its own entity. entity yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's broadening its horizon. Still, the focus is on the on the on the smaller treatment facilities. Yep. Yep. Um. And then then branching out to to larger ones. Sure, sure. Now the 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 uh, the treatment and design of, uh, of those systems uh, are. Do you get involved in that at all, or not? Not in the actual building facility. That's that's actually in, in, in Zach Kugler's group. Okay. Um, falling under treatment and design. Okay. Um, we deal more with the inroad work. Okay. The actual wa- designing of the water main. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to route it, the sizing, um, and then there's a lot of coordination with with the three groups. Because they deal, uh, like for ex- for instance, an interconnection project. You know, some of them, or one in particular, involves a couple pump stations. So, um, you know, we're coordinating through the groups. Where where do I need to leave my pipe so that they can pick it up? Pick it up, and what sequence? How do we need to install it? What needs to be installed first right. in order for them to supply water to, you know, test their facility mm-hmm. and moving on to the next step. Yeah, yeah, and uh, putting it up, you know, it's just like connecting the dots. Yeah, yeah. go from there. Yeah, that's great. Um, exactly. You know, when when uh, you start working with uh, water mains uh, and so forth, obviously state regulations are changing. You know, all the time, as you say, you mentioned before, PFAS is, you know, uh, you know, the lead and copper rule. Uh, you know, that that's another you know a mitigation factor that you know depending on on the system uh that you have to contend with and you know the lead and copper uh rule they, they just came out with some new revisions of that uh they just came out with some new new revision settlements on the pfos so uh, that's going to be interesting i've been following that in the legislature i'm on the legislative committee uh and so we're sort of trying to to track that stuff as it comes down and how it affects water companies and how it affect well obviously since you're involved in a water company that's going to be involved with <laughs> stuff that you deal with as well you know, uh, go from there. Uh, great. Um, you know, one of the things also I, I try to involve is, is what, what do you do for fun? What do you do for hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> well, my number one hobby prior to children yeah, yeah. was, uh, was always exercise. Okay. Um, I was a very avid runner. Okay. Uh, working out, weightlifting. Um, those were typically my hobbies. Um, now it's, it's kind of morphed into being a father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many kids? Two children. Two. And how old? Uh, one's four and a half, one's seven. Okay. All right. Yep. Cool. Yeah, there you go. They grow up quick. Enjoy yes, they them. do. <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> them while they're young. Okay. Now, now, what are they? Now, what's the seven-year-old into soccer at all? Yeah, his favorite sport is soccer. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays spring and fall. Okay, yeah. So, so so my wife is turning into the soccer mom. This is the this, soccer she, mom. <laughs> she never wanted it really it was hoping to not be, but Yeah, getting the bleacher butt, you know, <laughs> yeah. sitting on the bleachers, you know, watch it as far as that yeah. goes. Well the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So uh anyway. Uh as as you know, um uh, you know, one of my altar lives is, is, is music. So um what what's your favorite kind of music? You have any uh Generally, I would say classic rock is probably my favorite. Okay. Um, I it, I guess it's it's kind of I have sort of a, a, a diverse, which probably most people my you know my age, late thirties, early forties has. Yeah. Um, we grew up where all our parents were listening to the to the older sixties and seventies yep, classics, yep, yep, yep. and then 
and then you know at that time you know the Rolling Stones were still pretty popular. Oh God, yeah. Uh, so we all pretty much have the same same type of type of music. It's it's more diverse than say say a generation before us. Is. Okay. So uh, most of it's most of it's a classic rock, uh, a little bit of country here and there. Okay. Um, Any favorite groups? It's not so much a favorite. I have I have like a a, a top five I, I bounce between. Um, over the years okay uh, anywhere from again rolling stones to, to stones are still doing yep. it man they just released the new album like, crazy the foo fighters yeah uh, collective soul which is kind of an odd one okay boston which is you know there you uh, go right out of boston yeah yeah, yeah for sure so, um there there's there's a few of them and it depends what what my what my activity that i'm doing at the time listening to if i'm driving you know usually it's it's you know a little little lighter type it's of a rock more subdued or as if I'm working out, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm looking for something closer to ACDC. Yeah, pumping it, pumping it. Um, okay, well, do you remember the first concert you went to? Oh boy, um, I don't think I actually ended up at a concert till I was in college. Okay, what was that? And that was actually Third Eye Blind. Oh really? Okay, <laughs> it's, it's spring weekend. Okay, where was it? Where, where did you go see them? Those are Roger Williams. Oh, Roger Williams. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice, nice and convenient. There you go. <laughs> Bring them in house. That's that's great. A lot of that. So, okay. The the other the other wrapping up questions. I you know. Okay, if you got stuck on a desert island, what what, what would be your desert island food that you could eat every day? Desert island food. Well, th- would I have a way to cook it? Sure. Okay. Well, desert island. I'm thinking maybe lobster. Okay. Depending where the, seafood. <laughs> yeah, some kind of seafood. Lobster, clams. Okay. Yeah, right. take advantage of it. There Seize you go. Seize the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it's amazing. You know, the the, uh, the the most people answer. You know, uh, pizza's high on the list. Uh, cheeseburgers are high on the list. Sushi has become a a, a favorite as well. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's amazing uh, the different tastes uh, of you know. Uh, people that have in in their dietary uh, <laughs> uh conscious but it's it's amazing so anyway all right hey thanks so much for coming down i appreciate it and thanks for having me no worries well uh, you know we're gonna get this out there i'll uh, we get it post-processed i'll uh, uh shoot you a link and uh, we'll get it up on the website and uh but uh we should be awesome all right and uh so until our next episode that concludes this episode okay of the future of the water and wastewater industry and the careers you didn't know about i'm your host dave kosminski mr davos was in the house from snyder engineering so thank you so and uh, for seeing you and uh, we'll see you on the rebound are you going to the uh are you going to the uh uh luncheon no, um, unfortunately, I have, I have too many things going on today. Uh, but Stephen Lanson will be there. All right. Yeah, I did see Steve. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Mr. Fuller. All right. Thanks again, guy. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.